I'm State Line J, the man Sorrell Bell, and you're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Right, track number 36. It's your boy, Staylon J. Joined by Sorrel Bell, as always. Good, yo, man? yo, track number 36? 36, man. Wow. Jam-packed episode. We're not going to waste too much time. You already know where you can find us, email us, all that stuff. I'm going to get right into this question, man, to start the show off. Uh-oh. Uh, what are our feelings on Kanye's recent rants about Jay-Z? Oh, I'll tell you my feelings on that. For those that don't know, should we give them backstory a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, you got to give them the backstory. All right, so Kanye is on tour right now, St. Pablo tour. Um, actually going to be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, I'm trying to go. I don't know. It's kind of expensive, though. Um, and I guess he's been having some choice words for Jay-Z, his big brother, yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> um, initially, I guess the first thing he said was like he was mad. I'm paraphrasing. He was mad because Jay-Z didn't come visit him. When Kim Kardashian got robbed, right, or or at gunpoint, whatever happened, allegedly got robbed. You know, a lot of people think it, it didn't really happen, but yeah, I just say it did. <laughs> so uh, I guess he's mad because Jay Z called him and didn't come visit him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also said something about like there won't be a Watch the Throne too, uh, because Apple title, Apple the, the Apple title situation. So I guess he's kind of mad at Jay Z about that too. Um. Yeah, I don't, it's Kanye being Kanye. Kanye being Kanye. The way I feel about it is like, like we all know they're they're hella close. They're tight. Right. So in a way, I get it. And Kanye is just at a platform where he, like a lot of us, we can't exactly say what we want all the time, what we want to say. And he can, he did. And I think like, in a way I felt him, it's kind of like, okay, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Come by the house, come check on him. You know what I'm saying? That's cool in that part. But at the same time, like, when I think of Kanye and Jay-Z in their relationship, I think of like how much power is between the two. <laughs> right. I don't want to know none of y'all stuff. If y'all got a problem, yeah, keep that shit to yourself. Like yeah. I don't want to know anything. I yeah. don't care if y'all don't even like each other. Like I don't want to know. Keep the facade up. Yes. I want to assume that y'all good all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Because I know y'all are. Right. I know y'all are. Like Jay's like, I think we all know Jay-Z. Loves Kanye West. Yeah, as a, as a, as a brother for sure. As a fact for sure. As a, as a brother, a mentor to him, he loves that dude. And um, Kanye, just keep it to yourself, man. Like, don't, don't, don't be, don't go out here and talk about Jay. Like, don't this do might that. be the worst thing about him being married to Kim Kardashian is that because her life is so public already. Very right. Like way before him, her life, her life. We've we've seen her naked since early two thousands. You know, what I'm saying like there ain't nothing private about her. <laughs> Um, and so then when she's married to this dude who's very outspoken, I think it just makes him be even more public because he's like, well, that's the, that's the, that's the character that our life is portraying anyway, right? Mm-hmm. We, have we already give the world so everything. Public. We give the world everything. So I'm going to tell the world every time I'm mad, I'm going to tell the world every time I'm happy. I'm, well, actually, he don't never say when he's happy. He always say when he's mad anyway. <laughs> so like, I feel like it's making him look, I, like, I kind of feel like you, like, I don't want to know everything that's going on in your life, dog. And yeah, plus, no. it makes it, to me, it makes him sound like a sucker. Like, look, if you have a problem with him calling you to check on you, right, you feel like that wasn't personal enough, right, from somebody that you consider family, right, 
Why don't you just tell him directly? Call his ass back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Tell him directly. Like, what's so hard about just Yo, calling him Jay, back? Yo, Jay, look, man, I appreciate the phone call, but is there any way you could just stop by the house? Like, you know? It would mean a lot to the family if y'all just stop by yeah, the house. Yeah, I'll fly you out to L.A. Right. Whatever. Yeah. What's so do hard that. about that? What's so hard about that? Like, do why that. do you have to go on Twitter or go on, go on tour and say this shit where you know it's just going to go viral? Like... It, just, it makes the problem look like it's worse than that. I'm pretty it, sure. Really. I'm pretty sure they talked right after that concert was over. I don't know, cause I see. I'm seeing like a lot of stories now where it's like Jay Z not fucking with this version of Kanye, which a lot of people ain't fucking with this version of Kanye yeah. anyway. So I'm, I don't know if they. Talk. I know. I think I. I don't know. I'm saying I know how Jay is, but I'm pretty sure Jay made the phone call to be like, "Bro, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not possibly. that Jay cares, right? But just like. What are you doing? Yeah, it's making stop. But but you know what? Maybe he's had that conversation with him so much. Like, how many times do you think Jay Z has had to ask this nigga, "What are you doing, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, he might just be over, over it. the years. He might just be used to it now. Like, all right, that's just Kanye being Kanye. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's probably like, I was gonna go by the house next week. But <laughs> right. Like, and how do we even know if they was in the same city? You know, say like, and they just I know they got money and all that, but they also very busy. Yeah. So if you in New York, how you know Jay Z ain't in L.A. or Paris himself or England? Like he could yeah, be just a ton of places doing some running title, running <laughs> rock nation. He could be a ton of places. So it's not like he was around the corner. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like it was back in the day when <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I kind of feel like I feel like you, man. I feel the same way. Like it don't matter. We don't yeah, need I to. Just, know. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. I don't want That's to know. That's between y'all. That's family situation. Now, Kanye is also mad because I guess their kids ain't played together, which I find very hard to believe. That, yeah, I think that's kind of <laughs> crazy. I find that hard to believe. But at the same time, Jay-Z and Beyonce are really private. Kanye and Kim are really like out there. Maybe they're just like, we friends, but we don't have to be around each other all the time kind of thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think it's the coast too, like. You know they got money and they be spending it, but I don't think they're gonna like spend money to have a two year old go across the country to play with another two year old for an hour, then come back to the crib. Right, right. Maybe timing just ain't been right. I don't know. Over four years though, you would think that these people have sat down and had a meal together, at least I would one. Hope so. At least one holiday. I find, yeah, I find it very hard to believe that those four have not sat down and had a meal together, and the children weren't present. I'm pretty sure. I find it hard to believe, but I also don't know their life, so maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe there's something to it. All I care about is the Watch the Throne 2 part. Like, I'm I'm more so mad about that. I want Watch the Throne 2. I want Watch so the Throne 2. So if they're really in talks about Watch the Throne 2 and it ain't happening because of title in Apple, they need to cut that shit out. I need that. Yeah, I need that Watch the Throne 2. Because no matter we what... Need real, streets need real music. Yeah, no matter what we beef is happening, that. those two know how to make good music together. Yeah. And Jay-Z's in a space now where everything he's spitting is crazy. It's fire. So yeah, we need Watch the Throne 2, so I hope they work at least that out. I don't care about yeah. all that shit. Oh, and did you see what Kanye just did too? He just, um, he said he's going to boycott the Grammys. Yeah, if Frank Ocean can't submit his album, but Frank didn't Frank Ocean decide not to submit his album? I don't I know. That was I his heard he, I heard he missed it, and I heard he uh didn't uh, do it. He like missed he missed the deadline, deadline and then some people say he just didn't care. Uh, I don't know. I, it seems like very Frank Ocean like to not care. I don't even think Frank Ocean wanted yeah. to. I don't think he gives a shit. I mean, he got he got what three? I don't know. But what, what's what Kanye holding up the shield? For everybody. Why can't you always got the cape on for, for everybody I else? He just, <laughs> I don't know. He's super Kanye. He's, he is, yeah, he is super Kanye. He's always trying to save somebody else's career in some way, and they don't even be asked for that shit. Yeah, he's super Kanye. Uh, speaking of Jay-Z, man, we got to get these headlines, though. Um, like the real music headlines. Uh, he's becoming the first, he became the first rapper nominated 
for a uh, songwriter Hall of Fame. That's that's big. That's really big. That's extra big, actually. Um, songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did you even know about this? I no. didn't even know this was a thing. I did not. Like I know about the and rock I'm and roll. All Hall in of Fame. music, but songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know about the rock and roll Hall of Fame, which should just be the music Hall of Fame. Like yeah, just change that to music Hall of Fame. But um, yeah, apparently like a writer becomes eligible after winning after writing hits for at least twenty years. So. Reasonable Doubt just turned 20 this summer, so I guess okay. he's eligible for it. Now, I'm more so surprised. How is he the first rapper? Wow. Like, we've had Run like, DMC. Yeah. NWA. Uh, Ice Cube. I was going to say Cube. <laughs> um, Snoop. Snoop would probably, yep, he would be over 20 Snoop. years. Dre. Wouldn't he be considered a songwriter, even though he's been arranging music? Wouldn't he be considered a yeah. songwriter? Wouldn't um, a lot pop, of them, like, uh, yeah, pop. <laughs> like, I'm... How is Jay Z the first artist, Warren first G. rapper? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand how he's the first rapper. I, I love it. I, I think it's dope, but I just don't see how. How was he the first rap? Like they passed up so many other wow. rap artists. Run DMC. They had a chance. I don't know if I said them already. Yeah, like, you said they should have been Beastie the first Boys. One. Like I, I'm trying to understand this. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm the Fat Boys. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm lost. LL. LL, yeah, he's got twenty albums. Damn it! Like, yeah. how's he not? In how's LL not in that? He's, they, he's never. None, no other rappers ever been nominated. I find that very hard to believe. So, who are some of the people in there? Like the, I don't even know. It's probably just not rappers. Damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and Jay's the, just nominated. He just nominated. That don't even, even mean he. Yeah, he got it. Ain't even guarantee he gonna get in. So, hopefully, he can get into that. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they dropped the ball on this. They missing some other artists. Damn. I need to look, do some more research about the Songwriters Hall of Fame and figure out how they decide. Like, what are the other parameters around this? Because twenty years is not enough of a parameter. Because we just mentioned at least ten other artists. Yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> like, of people that could have been nominated there's at least a bunch of people. at least once before. KRS One, exactly. KRS One, yeah, it's a lot, man. Wu Tang. Come on now. Yeah, I'm lost. I don't get it. I don't get it. We're going to have to do some more research on that now. Eminem tweeted out a new, a new song. Uh, well, tweeted out he's got a new album on the way. Yeah. Um, Yo, is the song really like eight minutes? It's eight minutes. Okay, that's why It's I not really a it. song. Okay. I don't really consider it a song. I was getting ready to listen to it, and then you know how you see like the beginning it says zero, and the end it said like eight. Eight I was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's not really a that's song. That's an interview. It's not, it's not a traditional song. Um, It's more so like, it's mostly acapella. And he's just showing off his rhyme Spitting. scheme. He's just showing off, you know. I definitely Because he's that. still... So I tweeted out this week um, that Jay-Z's the best rapper of all time to me. Uh, but Eminem is the greatest rhymer. Like, and no uh, one can like rhyme dude. and put words together better than Eminem. And I know a lot of y'all going to be like... rhyme that don't even rhyme. Right. And a lot of y'all going to be like, well, wouldn't that make him the best rapper? Nope. To me, like, the total package of a rapper is more than just writing lyrics. You know what right. I mean? It's lyrics. It's... Songs, it's the way they dress sometimes, it's the way they carry themselves, it's, it's, it's all that longevity, it's things they've accomplished. Like Jay Z is the embodiment of a rapper, where they come from, where they are now. Like mm-hmm. he's done everything better than everybody else. Yeah. But just rhyming, I it's hard to find somebody better than Eminem, man. Yeah, Eminem is, Eminem is that dude when it comes to that. Yeah, uh, he's he spit on tracks with like some of the best of them. Yeah, and outshine all of them yeah. almost, pretty much all of them. Now, so new album on the way. Do you care? You care about the Eminem album? You excited about the Eminem album? Uh, in twenty sixteen, sober M. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm always excited. Like I like yeah. it. I, I like it. I like when he puts the songs out, even though they they so damn commercial that they need to get played out. Right. Um. Long as Rihanna's not on them, I'm straight. <laughs> right. That was a strange <laughs> pairing to me. 
I know like, they, I know I mean, they worked. worked. I know they made a lot of money on it. It worked, but yeah. Eminem don't have to do that no more. As long as he don't come out with a single with Rihanna or Skylar Gray, I'm good. <laughs> you didn't like that record, Skylar? No. Gray. <laughs> he won a Grammy for that album. Yeah, Marshall but, Myers too, and that was his weakest album yeah, it, ever. I think that was like an honorary Grammy because yeah, because that shit was weak. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that was that I'm category. That was mother good people in there. So yeah, you know, I love him. The thing is, like, I always, I always get excited about Eminem album because I want to hear him rap. I love hearing him rap, mm-hmm. but like the songs, this the the jig is up. I feel like on the Eminem records. Now he did mention in this song that he was gonna go back to being shady. You know, what I'm saying he's gonna be slim shady again. He he's gonna that. do that. Then it's gonna be it's gonna yeah, be awesome. He's, he's saying he's gonna go back to his under his underground like core fan work. So if we get that Eminem and he locks in the you know because he I knows get, what the people want. Yeah, if I can get him and Dre back together. I'm with it, oh. but commercial. I'm with you. I don't like commercial. Ooh. And even though he was selling a lot of records with Dre, he was never commercial to me. He was just he wrapped his ass off. He wrapped his ass off, and people happened to gravitate to it. So Yo, that's what I want. M, if you listen, if you can hear this, if somebody can hear this, yeah. if you can get Exhibit on a song for me, yeah. Yo, M and Exhibit that. on any track, it's fire. Mm-hmm. Lyrical, lyrical murder. Oh man, that's what I want. I want. I want to hear Eminem just spitting hardcore. Don't worry about selling records. You are gonna sell them anyway. You yeah. Eminem dog. You are gonna sell records anyway. You don't gotta sell out. Ready, get them drums ready. Speaking of selling records, man. Drums ready, Dre. That boy, J. Cole. You know I always got to mention J. Cole on this show. I think every um, episode we talked about Cole. The most famous thing that people say is that he went platinum with no features. Well, now it's time to double that up because he has gone double platinum double with no features. Um, don't forget that. No features. All right? Double platinum. Shout out to J. Cole. And he produced the entire album, right? Produced the, the, yeah, the entire album. He has some assistant on okay. producers, but... Yeah, he mainly produced the entire album, wrote the entire album. Like, this is big. This is big. How you feel about J. Cole, Double Platinum, No Features now? Um, uh, prayer hand emojis. That man's speechless. <laughs> He's speechless. I'm so proud of J. Cole because I remember when he first came <laughs> out. And you know, when you see a new artist, like, you don't, at the moment, sometimes you don't necessarily see, like, what they're going to do. Right. And just for him to come this far, and, like, sometimes I look at him now and I'm like, wow, like, that's. J. Cole. He and the way people say out. his name, he never sold never out. Sold out. Um, he ain't go get no, you know, Pharrell beats. No. Nah. <laughs> even when he did the one song, the uh, the workout song. Yeah. He didn't even like that. He didn't even like it. He, he didn't want to do right it. back to himself. Yeah. That's, and why the song, that's why we got the song Let Nas Down. Yeah. And that's why I like <laughs> Cole because, for one, I don't really know his moves. I don't know what he's doing. Hella private. Super private. And it, it's like a that mystique is what I like about him. It reminds yeah. me of like old school when it wasn't like no old Instagram rappers. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you only see them on tour. That's yeah, it. you see them on tour. He don't even do radio maybe, interviews. Maybe maybe right? a TV appearance. Yeah, but that's it. He don't even fuck with radio no more. No, nah. I don't even be hearing about him on radio stations nah. either. Yeah, I think it's big, man. It's big for the culture because a lot of people are all trying to you know follow that same format of like a Drake or. Um, even the Kendrick to an extent, like everybody's trying to be get that hit, oh, yeah. that hit record. You know what I mean? And Cole just stuck to his roots. He saved a lot of money. He didn't use no advance money because he spent money on himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think there's a lot to be learned from an artist like J. Cole that was able to stay true to himself, stay true to the art form, and sell a lot of records and sell out on tour. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he had a great tour. The tour he's was been, amazing. He's been performing for two years straight. Like now he's saying he's gonna take a break from it. Um, hopefully it's to make more music. Yeah. But he and, don't have to at this point right now. And he's really been in these communities. Yeah. Every time I hear about him, he's giving back in some way. He's, like he's always in these communities, like um, you know, with the with the shootings, like he goes and touch he likes touches these families, he touches the communities there. 
he um he he brings awareness to him, and like when he speaks publicly, those are the things that he speaks about, and those are the issues, and right. you can tell he's somebody who actually cares. How do you think it is that he's selling records though? Because no one else can sell records. It seems like unless they go the sellout route, you know what I mean? Like how is he? maintaining this buzz and selling records. I think it's because he's true to himself and he's true to like what he really represents and what he means to people because like I said, you can't you can't just see him on Instagram and be like, oh yeah, I know J. Cole's whole life. So it's like when you get an album from it, it's like, man, I gotta get this because he might talk about something personal in here that I don't even right. know. Right. And he does. So you think album. by doing the opposite of everybody else is actually benefiting him because he's not like right in the middle. He's not like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, he's, he's just completely he's way opposite. over there. Like he got an Instagram. He don't ever post. I think the last post was for his tour dates. <laughs> like, in like yeah, that's it. All I see something. is twenty fourteen Force Hills Drive. <laughs> I think he don't ever post. Kendrick don't Kendrick don't post at all on his Instagram. No. I think he got like two posts on his shit. No, and he has great artists too. Yeah, yeah. Dreamville is buzzing right now. They got a lot of good artists. Yeah. We're actually going to get to one yeah. of them art, one of those artists a little bit later in the show. Uh, I'm so proud of him, man. Y'all know, if you've been listening to High 16 from the beginning, y'all know J. Cole is my favorite artist right now. And I'm just happy to see him finally, like, world. getting that getting that respect. Because a lot of people always used to say, like, oh, his music is boring and shit. But apparently it ain't. Nah. He sold two million copies, you know what I'm saying, of, uh, <laughs> of one album with no, no features. Like, I, just, I just got to throw that out there all the time. Um, more beef, man. Is more beef? Man, I, I really don't like this one. Oh man, I was gonna say who got beef now. Everybody got beef. Everybody I really beef. don't like this beef. Jim Jones and Cameron, man. They so whack. They was being so petty on Instagram. They, man, I was like, y'all really in this man comments? They on Dave y'all East page. Grown man and <laughs> grown another grown man, <laughs> grown man comments. Grown ass men beefing on Dave East post on Instagram because Dave. That what we doing now? So Dave East posted a picture. He's performing SDE with Cameron. Yeah, yeah, the show in New York in Harlem, and he said he tweeted something about. Um, New Harlem or whatever, something like that. I don't remember. But Jim Jones didn't like it. And uh, Jim Jones had the nerve to say something to which Cameron responded. And it was they were just being petty on Instagram about who running Harlem and shit like that. Listen, just like I don't like seeing him and Jay Z and Kanye beef, I don't want to see Jim Jones and Cameron beefing. It's whack. I can't all. I can't see people who held each other down for like 15, 20 years. Talk about it. It's like, like, bro, y'all look whack. Y'all look corny. Y'all look cheesy. You look stupid. At one point, you would die for this man. Right. <laughs> and now, <laughs> y'all, now. now y'all beefing on Instagram. Get on the fucking phone. You already holding the phone in your hand. Exactly. Call each y'all other. Y'all got each other's numbers. Call each other. Or don't say nothing at all. If y'all beefing, then just don't say nothing. Like, why are y'all airing each other out on Instagram? Like, And y'all got money, too. Y'all got money together. A lot of times, people beef over money. Y'all got money together. Dipset <laughs> made a shit ton of money. Right. And people care about y'all. More than Watch the Throne 2, I want to see a Dipset reunion tour. That would, man. I need that in my life. I was too young when Dipset was popping. Yeah, I was too young. And so, plus, I probably would have. Man, there used to be fights and all I, types of stuff at them concerts. I need a Dipset reunion tour. We just got the Bad Boy tour. You know what I mean? They all came together, even though Diddy was stealing money from all them niggas for a while. They all got back they together. They made it happen. <laughs> you know they made saying? it work. Can we get... A dipset reunion tour. Can y'all niggas stop beeping? Can we get new music from Jewels? Can we get can we get some new dipset uh-huh. shit? What is going like dipset means a lot to the hip hop culture. It means a lot to me as a as a you know almost 30 year old man. Like it means a lot because I grew up on dipset. Dip I was in set, high school dip when dipset was popping. Dip so set. y'all need to cut this shit out. Like Come on. nothing worse than seeing two grown men being petty on another grown man post on Instagram. Like that ain't even yeah. 
Who's popping? Let Dave East, man, <laughs> let that man enjoy his time, his moment. Right. You bring a negativity to Dave East moment on his page. That's going to make him not want to fuck with either one of y'all. Yeah, that, that, that shit is weak. Let's get to something more important, man. YG. Um, YG's album, My Crazy Life, first debut album, which should have won a Grammy. I'm, I'm still on that shit. Uh, he lost, actually, to Eminem's Marshall Mathers, too. But anyways, uh, Meet the Flockers. He had a record on there. Apparently, some white people didn't like it. That was that joint, too. <laughs> so they put a petition together to get it banned, and they wanted to get investigated. Uh, apparently, if you get 100,000 signatures, the White House has to respond. And, of course, they got 100,000 signatures. So now Obama has to look at this. Yeah, so this comes across Obama's desk, who probably listens to YG, whether y'all like it or not. He'd probably be bumping at my crazy oh, yeah. life in the whip. He'd be on that. <laughs> And now he has to respond to this, man. How do you feel about this? Um, I think it's super whack. I think it's almost a little racist. A little bit. Like, first of all, the album, how how old is the album? It's three years old? I think two, two wow. and a half years old. Yeah. It came out 2013, I think. Like, 2014. Y'all, first of all, y'all just now getting hip to this. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Did it really take you think they've had it up for two years? It took two years to get hundred thousand signatures? No, nah, I think this is something that just is fairly new. Yeah, this is fairly new. Stop being whack. Everybody. Yeah, man. Like, let the... And then he's... Now he's peeking into, like, another, like, stage of his career where he's becoming, like, a real, you know what I'm saying, big household name. This might help him, actually. Yeah, <laughs> this, might, this might help him get more, more fans, actually. Like... But it's stupid. Obama's not going to even pay no attention. Yeah, what, is, what do they want him to do? I know I was reading it, and they were saying, like, they want, like, them to investigate. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you all this, too. If Hillary wins... Karen Civil was her homegirl. He might perform at the inauguration. He might perform there. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all better stop. Yeah, that now that would be hilarious. Because we know Pusha gonna be there. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yo, y'all better stop. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like the First Amendment does not allow him to rap about whatever the fuck he wanna rap whatever. about. Ever. So I don't understand why this is even a thing or Man, why this is they even don't go somewhere. a petition. I'm I really wanna see what I hope this gets to Obama's desk. I hope it gets there before Hillary takes over, because I want to see the response that the White House gives to this. Man. Like, I'm going to be watching this really closely. They, I know I'm, what they're going to do. They're going to laugh at it. Well, they got to say something, though. They got to do something. They got to acknowledge the petition. So I'm interested in seeing that. Um, last headline, dude. This is a big one. This came yesterday. This just came across. We weren't even going to discuss this, but we have to now. Drake released some new music this week. Yeah. He also announced a new project called More Life. Supposed to be coming in December. He didn't commit to it's it gonna being, be a full fledged. He didn't commit to it being an album. He called. He said it's gonna be called a playlist. Okay. So it's of probably gonna music? be a collection. I think it's gonna be a collection <laughs> of OVO artists. If I had to guess. Okay. If I had to guess, it'll probably be like a compilation album, which is cool. I'm I'm okay with that. As Who's long on as, OVO? I know right, Party. Party. Majid Jordan. Okay. Roy Woods. Uh, I heard King Louis with them. King Louis, really? Yeah. He got an OVO tat on him. He got an OVO tat? Yeah. All right, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know King Louis was fucking with them. That's dope, though. That's dope. Um, OVO Brian, I guess. I think I guess he's an artist, technically. So there's going to be like, like a, what's those like? Compilation. Like a, uh, uh, like a, um, R&B hits, volume one, like type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be OVO, like OVO's version of Now. Yeah, this <laughs> is gonna I be guess. done with R and B songs. Yeah, probably, probably. Well, he he released these records and he got a song with Twenty One Savage, which 
actually like that joint. The sneaking. It's a cool, it's a cool record. I, like that I can't listen to Twenty One Savage. I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. My, my brain will not allow me to like enjoy a Twenty One Savage verse. But um, he finally, people saying he finally came at Pusha T, man. Yeah, I don't know. Calling him out as a fra- fake drug dealer and shit. He also he also attacked Kid Cudi. First off, do you think yeah, it was I out of bounds? I haven't heard that song yet. You haven't heard it yet? No. Nah. So the record is called Two Birds, One Stone. Yeah. Um, he's he's rapping his ass off on it. I can't front. Yeah, I haven't heard he, it. He Does he go at Cuddy though? He, yeah, it's oh, pretty. It's real? pretty direct. It's pretty direct. I'm a, I'm actually gonna read some of these. Let's break these bars down. Courtesy of rap genius. Let's break these bars uh, down. I'm first gonna read. So first off, key key lines. He had a line where it says "Free C5." How the fuck we got the boss waiting? Which is yeah, a, a good a good point. Um, so we need that Carter Five out. He has some good lines in here, but I'm gonna try to find the line where he talks about Pusha T mainly. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, I can't find it. Okay, he says, "But really, it's you with all the drug dealer stories. That's that's gotta stop, though. You made a couple chops, now you think you El Chapo. If you ask me though, you ain't lining the trunk with kilos. You bagging weed, watching Pacino with all your niggas. Like this what." This is what we need to be on, but you never went live. You middleman in this shit, boy. You was never them guys. I can tell because I like I look most of you dead in your eyes, and you'll be trying to sell that story for the rest of your lives. So, people saying that's a dig at Pusha T because wow. you know he always talk about selling crack, selling kilos, yeah. everything. But he could just be talking to like a any lot of, of rappers. These fake yeah. rappers. <laughs> He'd be talking to any other rapper out there. Um, wow. But, but here's the thing. Okay. These, yeah. This is what I don't understand. Like, isn't Drake and Kanye like mad cool? Yeah, it's really weird. Wouldn't it make him like? Wouldn't it make Kanye look at him like, "Yo, you can't go at the president of my label"? Yeah, that is kind of weird. But Push has been jabbing him up for years. We talked about that before. Like, yeah, Push has been jabbing him up for years. I guess it's uh, just rap. During the Joe Budden beef, Joe Budden mentioned like you wouldn't want to go. You wouldn't. You don't. You know. You run when we mentioned the two clips. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that was a play yeah. on like running from running from Pusha. So like. People, it's popular information out there that like he is afraid of Pusha T allegedly. So yeah, if this is a dig at Push, thank you. Like I'm happy to finally to oh, finally man. get some bars from from Drake. Um, then now as far as the Kid Cudi lines, and I want to ask you if you went too low, if you because you know Kid Cudi's in rehab right now yeah. and everything. Um, he says you were the man on the moon. Now you just go through your phases. Life of the angry and famous. Rap like I know I'm the greatest. Then give you tropical flavors. Still never been on hiatus. You stay zanned and perked up. So when reality set in, you don't got to face it. Is that a low blow? Mm. You stay zanned and perked up. So when reality <laughs> set in, you don't got to face it. It's a, that's a bar, first off. Yeah, I, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably the wrong person to ask, and these kid cutty stands are probably going to be mad. Bro, like, it's rap. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rap. rap. It's rap. It's rap. It's the rap game. Uh, Pac went at... But it was a prodigy. Yeah. He had sickle cell. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's off limits. Apparently, in rap, uh, it's rap. I just like that line. You were the man on the moon. Now you just go through your phases. Life of the angry and famous. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So it's a crazy record, man. Y'all gotta check out the Two Birds One Stone. I'm gonna play it for you when we done when we done today, man. Two Bird. He went in on this. It's some good lines. Um, he addresses a lot of things. I'm excited to hear this record. I I just hope and I tweeted this out like. I'm excited only if I'm going to get rapping Drake. Yeah, if it's rapping Drake, then we on. And on three out of these four songs, we got rapping Drake. He rapping. Drake. So yeah. if I get rapping Drake, I'm happy. Yeah, let's do that. 
And I mean, back to the Kid Cudi thing, like, that's what Drake does. Like, Drake, he's, I feel like he's said more disrespectful things. Like, it's Drake. Yeah. Drake knows how to put them <laughs> lines together. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's not really a rapper to me. He's just an artist. I mm. see him as just an artist. He's not great at any one thing, but he is good at writing songs. Like, he can, put, he can arrange yeah. songs. He knows how to arrange songs, but he's not great at rapping, not great at singing. But if you're going to attack somebody that's clever with words like this that can rap, you got to be aware that, you know, you going you might hear some you shit like that. that rap. <laughs> you go feel that Now, has Kid Cudi heard this song? He in rehab right now. You think he's even heard oh, this Oh, he's song? heard it. He's heard this He's record? heard it. Now, is this going to egg him on or is he going to come out of rehab chill and be off that? He's going to no negative energy type shit. Are we gonna get rants from Kid? I think he's on. He's gonna give us some rants. Some kind of rant. He's gonna give us some rants. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. he got an album coming out anyway, so he's gonna have to give us like a little bit. Oh yeah. He's gonna have to hype it up a little bit, man. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like people, people are you know they like oh you went at somebody with mental illness and this and that, but a lot of people also have been saying like Kid Cudi's a known drug abuser. Yeah, everybody know that. So it's like. He admitted it. Is it a mental thing or is it just you overdoing your drugs? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? No, I say, they say he says he's suffering from depression, which I guess technically is a mental thing. But yeah, if it's if it's if it's as from... a result, yeah, if it's as a result from using all the drugs he uses, then yeah, I don't know if that's necessary. I'm not the best person to ask. Yeah, I'm not. You the know what I'm saying? Either. Like whether whether that's really a mental thing or not. But um, yeah, good bars. Check out uh, Two Birds One Stone. Check out all the records he put out. Uh, the record with Twenty One Savage is actually all right. It's, it's cool. I just I can't rock. I can't rock with Twenty One Savage. <laughs> twenty One. I, I can't. My mind. My mind capacity will not allow me to deal with Twenty One Savage. Now that's it for headlines. But we do got a lot of good music. Y'all need to check out. So much um, music. Anything on this list before I name what I really want people to check out? Anything that you think they definitely check out? Or anything I left off this list before I get to it? Trying to think. Anything that? Because a lot of music came out last week. Like way too much. Almost. Y'all need to yeah. chill. Releasing music so quickly, um, like y'all need to like get together and decide who's releasing that drum album. See, I haven't listened to drum. Yo, I like drum. What I like drum, you know what I like. What I like drum, because I look at him, uh, it just don't look. He just don't. It, it's one person, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He just I don't, don't look I don't like know if you would like drum. He just don't look like the kind of artist. Yeah, I don't know if you would that like I would drum. rock with. Now he got a song with Erica Badu, so I kind of want to yeah. listen to that because I like Erica Badu. Yeah. Is that yeah. a good record? Good song. What kind of artist is Drum? What is he? Drum is an artist... Uh, Who'd you compare him to? Because he got a song with Lil, Lil Yachty, and that was enough for me to be like, nah, that probably ain't somebody I want to rock with. <laughs> um, He's melodic. He he can actually rap when he wants to. Where's he from? You know where he's from? Uh, Atlanta. Okay. Um, I like I love Atlanta right now, so maybe I'll rock with Drum. Yeah, I think you might like Drum. I'm going to check maybe. him out. Maybe. You might, you might like him. I'm gonna check him out. He's real melodic. You know what I'm saying? He's real melodic. I'm gonna check him out. There's so much good, so much good music. That's it though, drum. That's the new yeah, music. Yeah, that drum, man. That's that's it. Paul Wall came back from the dead and released a he <laughs> and released did. an album called The Houston but, Oiler. But he just released a, uh, a mixtape like that too long ago. You know how Houston cats do, yeah. Houston, Houston cats put out music. They don't Yo, care. They really don't. They put that shit out. I didn't even know he was still rapping. So shout out to Paul Wall. Uh, we got an R. Kelly Christmas album that just came out, Twelve Nights of Christmas, which I'm gonna be bumping. I already told my people at work like that is the only thing we listen to in the back of house at work. For the whole month of December. So get Bro. ready. We listening to that uh, 12 Nights of Christmas from R. Nice. Kelly. Uh, Dame Dollar released the album. Uh, for those who don't know who Dame Dollar is. So this, I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm excited about Dame, Dame Dollar. So Dame Dollar is actually the point guard for the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard. For those that don't know, he raps Dame too. And I know a lot of times when you hear like NBA players rapping, you're like, I ain't listening to that shit going to be weak. But right. Dame can rap. 
Yeah, Dane, Dane can really it. Dane can really rap. He can. Um, I'll be one to admit it sometimes. Yeah, he really Dane, can. Dane can really rap. Dame uh, Dollar. So shout out to Dame Dollar releasing his debut album called The Letter O. For those that don't know what that means, it's basically the letter O has represented a lot of places for him. Um, he plays in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to school. He went to Weber State, which is in some states. I think Ogden, Utah. I think it is. Um, wow. And I forgot what else. His high school was in was named with a letter O. Something like that. I don't know. Damn. But basically, letter O kind of shaped him into who he is today. So you get a lot of records like talking about like his come up, um, where he is now. He talks a lot about like trying to deliver. The first song is called Bill Walton, and he's talking about like wanting to deliver a, a championship to the city of Portland, which sounds like I wouldn't want to hear a song like that, but it's dope. Like, this nigga can rap. Like, shout he out really to Damian Lillard, man. Is he going to lead the NBA? Is he what? Is he going to lead the NBA? Nah, 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 nah. I think, I th- you know what it is? I think if you just talented in two things, like capitalize on that shit. Like, go ahead. I saw that he went, he did like a mini tour this summer. Um, yeah, he was moving around. Yeah, like, he, he hit summer league. And yeah, he was like, shit, y'all not going to put me shows. on the Olympic team, so fuck it. I'm going to go out and do some shows. Yeah, man, dude's out here getting it. Yeah, so shout out to Dane. He has, it's the only thing I think is funny is like he has a, a basketball player turned rapper's name. Dame Dollar, like he, yeah, he does. He, he has does. a traditional rap name. It's perfect, and like he looked like a rapper too. Like he just looked like he should be able to rap. So I yeah. think it's dope that he's doing both. The last artist to go platinum that was an NBA player was Shaq. Um, I don't oh, know if Dame's gonna do it because it's a different climate, but he also got that social media behind him. Like people fuck with Damian Lillard. So he do. Yeah, he's a cool cat. Like he be on sway and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, if you don't think if you hearing this for the first time, like wait, Damian Lillard raps like. Go on, go look at his sway freestyle. Right. He really killed that shit, and that's twist. when I became a believer. I was like, okay, this nigga yeah. can really, this nigga can really rap. Um, and it's a clean city. You can play with your mom in the car. You don't really cuss too much because that's one of the things. Like the NBA wants a clean, you know, environment. So if he's gonna be associated with the league, he got to put out a clean piece of work. But he got yeah. Lil Wayne on there, um, Raphael Sadiq on there. What? Uh, Marsha Ambrosius. Okay, he got a real album. No, he got, Jamie Foxx is on there. He got a real album, dog. It's Yo, a real album. His album might tape. be better than some of these rappers. No, he got a song with Lil Wayne. The single is called Loyal to the Soil. And Lil Wayne's spitting on there. He got an album. He got he got a song with Wayne. He had a right? budget. Yeah, he got a budget. I mean, he, he got athlete money. This thing can afford anything, you know what I'm wow. saying? Wow. But yeah, Jamie Foxx is on a record. That if that ain't enough to get you to go check it out, like wow, check out Dame Dollar. I should have used him for you ever heard of, but nah, he 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 known he known out here, so you gotta check him out. Joe Button released Rage in the Machine, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm a big Joe Button fan. For those that don't know, taking that show on the road, too. taking that show on the road. So check out Joe Button online, see where you can find him. He's coming out here. I'm going. You going with me, I'm man? Definitely going. I'm going to this Rage in the Machine show. Definitely going. Uh, and then Ari Lennox, we were talking about Dreamville earlier. Yeah, Ari Lennox uh, has an album called Fu, which is amazing. It's only seven tracks, but it is amazing. Gotta check that out. It's we funny because I, I we it. talk about music so much, and like you know, we always listen to music. I was telling uh, Luna about it, like I was telling her about it a while ago. She's like, "No, I never heard of her." And then yesterday, she texted me. She's like, "Have you heard of this new girl named Ari Lennox?" And I'm like, "You know, get out of here." She's so sick. This she's nice. sick. I love it. Now, last week we got to chop it up with an artist that we met down in Atlanta for A3C. By chance, he was traveling back to Las Vegas, so it all worked out perfectly fine. He goes by the name of K Major. He's written songs for numerous different artists out there today, and we'll let him tell it in this interview. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, Today we have a very talented singer, 
songwriter, producer. producer. <laughs> That's what I just out? wanted to say. I just wanted to say producer. I was ready. I was ready. Because <laughs> you thought I was going to leave that out or something. You I was no, I just. I just I don't know. I like when people produce, especially yeah, when it's their own shit. That's a that's a yeah, skill yeah. in itself. Producing like, is hard. not easy. Um, from Atlanta, Georgia. Is it fair to say you from Atlanta? From Cartersville, Georgia. Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah. Um, just outside Atlanta. Though, yeah, right? yeah, that's Atlanta, it. yeah. No matter what, it's all the same. Metro thing. Atlanta. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Uh, he's written songs for artists such as Usher, Soma. Somo. 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 Somo, my bad. Jacob Lattimore. I got to put some respect on Somo name. That's my bad. <laughs> put some respect on uh, French and French Montana. Yeah. Along with many, 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 many others. Uh, we had an opportunity to actually see this brother out in Atlanta. We were there for A3C. Um, and just by chance, he's out here with us. Yeah. So I want to yeah. welcome to High 16 Studios, the one, the only, K Major. Let's Appreciate give it up one time for yeah. K Major. Everybody's in the building. Appreciate that. What's good with you, brother, man? Thanks man, for chilling. enjoying Vegas. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how's Vegas been treating you? Great. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Thanks for coming out, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. You here. We was just in Atlanta like <laughs> a week and a half. I want to go back to Atlanta. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Y'all come out. Whenever. Atlanta, Edgewood. <laughs> it was popping. Right? Is, is it like happening. that all the time? I, I gotta it, know. Is it like Edgewood that all the time? It is popping yeah. all the time. You ever go to the Jamaican spot? Something. Nah, not in Edgewood. Oh, you gotta go to the Jamaican, Jamaican spot. spot. You gotta Jamaican spot. Was <laughs> if I go to Edgewood, I'm hitting Harold's chicken. We did yeah. that. We too. hit Harold's. Yeah, I ain't yeah, rock with it. That, no, nah, Harold's fire. bomb. Yo, I had the what we had the catfish and wings special. Catfish and wings. Yeah, catfish and wings. That shit was fire. That shit was. Fire for sure. He went to that Jamaican. He loved that Jamaican. Stuff. I had, I don't know, I just saw it and there's, there's something dope about like, y'all went to the Jamaican spot. No, like, it just sounds good. <laughs> no, it sounds dope. good. Um, what brings you out this way, man? What you doing out here on the West Coast? I'm working. I'm just staying working. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got an Usher and Future record out right now. Rivals is doing good. Big song. It's, it's being added to radio stations. I'm doing my thing. I got my single out. So I'm shooting videos to, you know, up and coming project I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a good yeah. vibe. You on, you're on tour too. currently, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my own tour, the Bandana Tour. You know, we just did A3C and shut it down. I got another show, November 20th, wow. at Vinyl Center Stage in Atlanta. Okay. So if y'all back in the A, y'all come check that I'm try- out. Listen, I'm trying to get to Atlanta as often as possible. Like, There's the excuse. Real, yeah. It is. For real. For real. <laughs> how was, how, how'd you like to perform at that R&B and Tap? Man, it was great, you know, to be a part of something like that for the first time. Like, doing it for the first time at A3C. You know, a couple years back, I did A3C. And it was hard for me to do my set because it was a hip-hop festival. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, the crowd... They weren't ready for that, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. still enjoyed the show, but it was it was forced. And so this time it kind of just it felt natural. Why yeah. would they not already have R- like that's that shocked me when we was out there that yeah. was the first time having R and B. I'm like, R and B and hip hop, they go together anyway. Like, yeah, it just got know. lost in the mix, you know, with yeah. the whole R and B is dead movement that was going on. We're gonna, and, we gonna touch on that because I don't believe that. I wanna talk about A3C for a minute. Like how much of how like how big is that festival to like the people in Atlanta? Because it showcases a lot of new talent. So I yeah. You know, like, how much do you guys, like, appreciate that festival? We really appreciate it. It's the only chance we get as up-and-coming artists, like, the next wave to showcase what we have going right. on in the behind scenes. And so you can see different teams and groups of people that's in the same city and from surrounding cities that's yeah. doing the same thing you're doing. So it's a great networking tool. We don't have to go all the way to Austin for South by Southwest or anything right. like that. Right. It's cool because, like, that's one thing we appreciate about it is that you've got so many talented people in one little section. Yeah. And they ain't got no choice but to vibe with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how, how is that overall, like, just being able to just link up with anybody, anywhere, at any yeah. time, you know, because everybody's out there to link up anyway. Like, how's that? Yeah, it's dope. How's you know, that help? It's just dope to see different, to hear different textures of music and different influences of music. So. I mean, you don't have to be the biggest artist in the room. You could just have a dope sound. And if I'm in the crowd looking at this show and seeing you for the first time, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. How right. can I, how can we get in yeah. while you're here or in the future, like anything yeah. like this? And so. it was cool, too, because they had, you know, the, the emerging artists 
but they still had sets where it would be like a new a new artist, a new artist you, with like maybe like a vet or you know a more seasoned artist yeah. and everybody treated the stage the same. Yeah, we're all doing the same thing. It's the same game, you know, and people are at different levels. But it's good to put those different, you know, uh what do you want to call it? Textures of, of artists in the same platform. Right. So they can kind of learn from each other. Because it's people that's in the game that need to learn from the youth. Yeah. And it's youth that need to learn from people in the game. So it's, it's just a good mix. You know, one thing, you said an interesting thing. Like, a lot of times the youth be hate. Like, there's like yeah. a divide sometimes in, yeah. in the cultures. Like, you know, from an age standpoint. And really, like, it's all the same culture. Like, why is there? Why do you think there is a divide between, like, you know, the up-and-coming artists that are, like, 19 to 24 mm-hmm. and then, like, the artists that are, like, 30 and up? It's like... I mean, so things, it's it's times are right just now. different. You know, times are different. Schools are different. You know, life is different. Instagram exists. Twitter exists. <laughs> right. Snapchat. Social media, the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different things that they didn't have coming up. That, you think, yeah. You ahead. think that social media, like, gives people that, that, I don't know, that chip on their shoulder where they feel like they got that buzz that they may not really have, but they feeling themselves a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, they you, can visualize how many fans they got, so to speak. You know? Well, yeah, they think, you know, and you can, it's the internet. So, you know, all those followers might not be real followers. It's right. nothing like touching the people hand to hand. That's another True. reason I'm here in Vegas. Yeah. You know, not not just to be from Atlanta and say I'm popping because I'm on Instagram <laughs> or I got records out. Right. But to actually touch people organically. Yeah. Like the people did before me, you exactly. know what I'm saying? So. And also with that wave of artists too, like the you know, the, the older cats or like the more seasoned, you know what I'm saying? Those are the people that get on interviews and like T V shows and they talk about all these new artists, but behind the scenes they have them writing for them. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. and they, they secretly bumping their music on yeah. the low. So like yeah. I just think that's kinda corny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We all get our like, you know, timing is everything. So yeah. Just gotta let it happen. So you out here in Vegas? What's what's? Have you been to any clubs out here yet? You been any? Man, I was in Dre's last. I was time gonna I tell was you go to Dre's. I was gonna ask yeah. what your favorite club is out here. Probably Dre's. Dre's. That's what Dre's. I remember. Dre's, yeah. man. Dre's. Yeah, every time tough. I'm in there, Dre's is just like a level up from what it was the last time. <laughs> yeah. Like every single time. Yeah. That vibe in Dre's. And I went to a day Dre's. party and a night party, so it was like two different vibes. Yeah, it two was di- crazy. I can't even. I we went there. I think when we was there, Ti was there, um, and that vibe was just. Something else, like I ain't never been to a club with that kind of vibe, like yeah. ever. So shout out to Dre's, man. You gotta <laughs> yeah. always gotta hit Dre's when you out here, especially if you're Definitely. out here on a Sunday. You gotta go to Sun Dre's. Okay. Dre's where it's at. Okay. Now you were at 12 a.m. Run earlier, right out here yeah. in Vegas, also. Yeah. How was that? What were you, what were you doing at 12 a.m. Run? It was dope. I did an interview with Hot 97.5 uh, Cat from there, and I, um, I'm sponsored by Puma right now, like a, a small sponsorship. So we like building our relationship, and so it's the first in store I did with them. And it was just a great turnout. You know, Nas has a great store, 12 a.m. run. It's a great store. It's a great place to come. Mm. Um, it's the first time that I've seen Urban Wear in Vegas, so close and accessible on the strip. Right. So It's only a couple. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. So. Okay, is this the Puma deal? Is this your first, uh, like, big sponsorship? Well, well, it's not an official endorsement yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're building our relationship, you know. Like, what they have going on kind of matches what I have going on. And it's just a great time thing to bring it together and make it work. You know right. what I'm saying? I see. Who's doing a lot of good things right now? Yeah, Especially yeah. The hip-hop culture. Like, they, they fuck with the hip-hop culture. Yeah. Today, so. And that's what I want to be a part of. Like, I feel like I have a voice and I need to use it. So, to attach myself with a brand like that where I can actually talk to the culture that I'm living in, it's just amazing. Right, right. Um, now, we mentioned in the introduction you, you worked with, like, countless artists. Everybody. Um, but the one that's booming the most right now is obviously the Usher Future yeah. Record Rivals on Usher's album out right now. It's called Heart to Love, right? Yeah, Heart to Heart Love. Heart to Love. Um, 
that song actually st- like stuck out to me on the album. I didn't even know that you wrote it before we even met. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't even know. I just was listening to that album just last week, actually. I think on the way here, I was listening to that album. Yeah. And I was like picking out the songs. You know, you always pick out the songs you like the most, especially <laughs> with like streaming. You just keep the certain ones you no, love. Um, and I really like that record. How did that come to ba- come to be? Like, how did that end up? I was just writing. I get in my zone and I just start writing records. And it was a, a record that I actually wrote for another artist at the time. And they just weren't vibing with it. You know, it was just, it wasn't for them. It was like, I love this. I love the melodies, but it's just, it's too left sound, for me. It sounds know? different. Yeah. Like, even when I first heard it, actually, I, I heard the song when I saw the video. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whenever you do that, it's yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah. you really choose, like, I like it or I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. And I was kind of like, I was like, man, I like it. It sounds not weird, but I guess a little different mm-hmm. from the typical Usher, Usher exactly. like song. Exactly. It, was it sounded a, good. It though, was like, a left record. It was a record that was just left field. Yeah. It just felt you, good. You knew that instantly writing it? Not not really. You know what I'm saying? With every record you write, you never really know. You know what I'm saying? Legs grow. I mean, records grow legs themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So from me doing rivals from the voice note on my phone to it turning into a song, people not liking it. You know what I'm saying? And then Future walking in my room like, yo, this is the greatest song ever. Wow. Like, can you, can you, can we do this? What are we going to do with this? Like, yeah. what's up? And I'm like, whatever, let's, let's make it happen. Yeah. Did, mm. did he know it was for Usher or? Well, well, we did the record first. I did it with Future first. He okay. came in, he heard what I did, and then he was like, I hear, I hear something. And so then he touched the record, modified it, put his verses on it. And then he was like, yo, I got Usher coming in tonight. We need to play this for him. Boom. So, I mean, from there... Self-explanatory. At that point, I mean, obviously you've written for different people, but yeah. were you kind of geeked? Like, that's Usher. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You I didn't know he care. got the new album I didn't, like, yeah, ready to come I didn't out. care. I just wanted it to come out. That's how I am about music. I just wanted it to come out. So right. for it to be coming out on an artist like Usher, somebody I grew up listening to, it's like I'm a part of his legacy now. You right. know what I'm saying? So Something, you got to, yeah. to actually meet him and speak yeah, with him and everything. Yeah, 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 Is that definitely. your first time working with Usher? First time working with Usher. Damn. Yeah. Definitely first not time the last. Working, yeah. yeah. First time you give him like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he definitely coming back for another one of those. Nah, uh, what's it like writing for other artists? Like, is that difficult? It's dope. Yeah. I get to live in different worlds, you know what I'm saying, without going there. Like, it's one chick I write for out of L.A. She's from India, actually. She lives in L.A., Raja Kumari. She writes for Gwen Stefani herself, you know, and I got a chance to work on her project and her new single coming out. So a chance to dive in a culture like an Indian culture and hear it firsthand from her and just learn her lifestyle and what she thinks and how similar we are to yeah. and write that for her, write that story out for her. It's like, it's crazy. Right. It's amazing. Why do so many writers like keep their names under wraps? I feel like, like I always yeah. love, I'm a hip hop nerd. I always tell people I'm mm-hmm. a hip hop nerd. I want to know who wrote every song. Yeah. I want to know who produced it. Like I got all the know. credits. Yeah, Cause yeah. I grew up, you know, I'm not that old, but I grew up in the, you know, mid nineties, early two thousands where you go buy a CD, first thing you do is read the credits. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you read the lyrics, like they don't do that shit no more. They don't put the lyrics yeah. in the, yeah, the yeah. packaging no more. So like I always want to know, but what do you, why do you think they keep like a lot of writers like under wraps? Like like how come we don't hear like who writes m- most of these records that come out? I mean everybody wants to be the star. Everybody wants to be the had a number one spot. The camera's all on them now. It's a competition more than it is putting music out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just shining equally. That's a problem that we're dealing with in the music industry. So, I mean, you really can't explain that. I know it's a choice for some writers, too. You know, yeah. some writers yeah. don't want to be artists by far. So you know, like they don't want to see the camera. <laughs> they don't want to, hey, I just want to write songs and live a regular life. Yeah. You know, so. Which brings me to my next question for you mm-hmm. as a songwriter and an artist. Yeah. Was it hard to kind of come from that shadow? Because, you know, we've seen people like like Rico Love or uh, Carrie Hilson, like people who... Neo. Neo was one of the ones who actually, you know, he, he made the transition. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
is it is it a little scary coming from behind the scenes to actually you know what I'm saying performing and telling people like okay I'm an actual artist now pay attention to me yeah no nah, I think it's I think it comes easy when I first started doing music I didn't think about it separately you know what I'm saying it was just I wanted to be on stage and I wanted to perform in front of people so right. from there learning to write songs I didn't realize it was a gift that I had. You know what I'm saying? It kind of went backwards. It was like, I want to be on stage, but, oh, I got a gift, and people like when I write songs for them. And so, me, it was like an outlet of expression. It let me release a different type of, like, I can can write pop music or country music today, and then for myself, I can do R&B without anybody looking at me like, what's he do? You know what I'm saying? I write for this artist. I'm I'm having this conversation with you guys. I'm having this conversation with you guys, and you all getting a dose of K major in different ways. Right. So, it's... It's an advantage. What's that? What's that writing process like? Because I heard you mention earlier about the voice note or the voice memo on the phone. Like, yeah. what's your whole writing process like? Like, when you write a song, are you mm-hmm. just writing a song, or are you writing with someone in mind? Are yeah. you writing it just for you, and then it just ends up with somebody? Like, what's it usually like? Uh, um, I just catch together? a melody first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's like it's like being in high school or middle school, you beat on the table and somebody just starts singing a random melody. It's kind of like that. Yeah, kinda. You know, or a melody might hit you randomly while you're on the plane. Yeah. You just got to open the voice note real quick and like <laughs> sing it in the voice note. So when yeah. you get to the studio, you can say, oh, I need a track around this melody. Or, and People ever look yeah. at you in public like, what's this nigga doing? Like, They probably do. I don't even <laughs> see don't care, huh? I don't care. That's the <laughs> right. money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the money and that's the music. So yeah. it's like, it's like, I got to. You'll find out later. You'll, you'll hear the song Yeah, you, you'll rock to it later. You'll <laughs> exactly. Now, you went to uh, the Art Institute, right? Yeah, Art of Institute. Of Atlanta? Of Atlanta. Yeah. How was that for you? Um, It was cool. It was kind of difficult. You know, I like school and I wanted to be in school and learn more. But I was learning faster from actually experiencing, experiencing, yeah. I can't even say it right now, yeah. <laughs> from going through it hands on. Yeah. So that's what, um, yeah. I went to the Art Institute, I went for a digital filmmaking video production yeah. and a lot of my friends who go there, they kind of say the same thing where it's like, you learn more out the classroom than you actually do in school. So yeah. a lot of us, like myself, yeah. end up leaving, going to other school or just actually getting it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not to say field. that going to school is bad or, you know, to stop going and get your degree, but for me, you know, my learning speed is a little different. My learning curve, I was just picking up stuff that the professors couldn't put in writing for me. Like, I just mentally got it. It just clicked for me. And you so. you had a passion for it, too, yeah. so that, that kind of drove you a little more, Yeah, too. I just wanted my music to sound good, so... Now, you've also written for French Montana, mm-hmm. uh, the record Moses. Yeah. Um, I love that record. You, you heard that record before? Yeah. Amigos. I, th- I think we talked about that because of the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> that like last week. <laughs> we talked about the video first. Yeah, I seen the video first on Vivo. Um, how did that record come about? Like, um, was actually, that for them I, or for you? Or I co-produced it. Um, it was actually the same night that DJ Spins and Southside made Commas for a Future. Okay. And I had a chance to hear that beat be like get made. And I was actually singing to that beat, like I had a melody, but it was the beat wasn't as melodic as what I was putting to it as singing. So we kind of went back with the same concept of a club record we wanted to do right. with a new track, but this time they included me to do the melody on the beat. So I came in, did the voices and a lot of the melody, and then they did the drums and arrangement and moved it around, chopped it up, you know what I'm saying? And then it went out. Southside actually took it to L.A. Yeah, uh, I guess he had a session with Chris Brown. And Travis Scott, and they end up cutting the record then, and then French Montana came in the picture, and then it ended up being French's record now. Featuring yeah, like French, heard that. But I, I mean, heard yeah, that. I like, hey, <laughs> let me. I get mean, that. that's how records are though. Run you just it. go with what works. It's not really yeah. like who needs it or who it sounds good with at the time. Like Chris might have did the whole record, and it was a hit already. Right. But with French verses on it, and Migo verses on it, and Chris on the hook, it makes it different. It gives it a dynamic you can't get with one artist. It. it 
opens touring opportunities. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm with it. I was with it. Nice. Now, I want to get back to Art Institute real quick. Um, during your time at the Art Institute, you started your own label? Oh, it was actually before that. 2009. Before that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was in yeah, fifth grade when I was thinking about starting a label. Damn. And I was practicing like doing a label like I was like oh you signed to me and you signed to me too you know what I'm saying type hey, thing yeah hey, I wasn't thinking about shit <laughs> you, was, you was the president the artist the A&R yeah I was <laughs> trying to producer. I was trying to and then uh, my older brother stepped in and actually made it a thing like a real yeah. company like a LLC structured it organized the whole business and then handed it back wow. to me like here you go that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Like life, the life you were just talking about, like the life cycle of a song. Like, how long does it take usually for a record to like actually get to the listener? Because mm. is it kind of like TV where you like that sounds like a lot filming or recording like a year before it even like gets out? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like some records come out the same day, some records come out the same week, some come out two, three years later, five years later. Yeah, like it's all about timing. It's about an energy that's going on and a vibe that's going on that maybe this record fits right now. Like, you don't ever feel the pressure of like putting it out right now because you know streaming services we're going to talk touch on streaming services yeah. a little bit because i personally it's a love-hate relationship with streaming services for me um as a fan like yeah. you don't ever feel the pressure to be like i gotta get this out like right now niggas need to hear this always yeah as soon as i record a new song it's the best song i ever had <laughs> like immediately right. i'm like oh this is it this is the hit we need right. to put this out right now yeah so how hard is it to be like all right let me let me chill a little bit and yeah hold on to it and see what else it could do after seeing like records like moses and rivals and the somo record i got the first record like seeing that develop from when it started i'm a lot more patient with records now yeah. because i'm just like you can't really control it yeah. if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen if not it's, it's not gonna happen so yeah, yeah, yeah. wow i just think it's crazy like <laughs> the the timing of it because like you make something and you're you're itching to get it out you know what i'm right. saying so because when I hear the song, if I hear a snippet of a song, I'm like, I need it. I need the whole album. <laughs> right, right, I gotta yeah. have it. I saw this with trailers yeah. on like movies too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm ready to see that shit today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna wait till next summer. What you mean next summer, nigga? Like I need that. Yeah, yeah but there's so many things that go into dropping a song too that people yeah. don't even realize. Cover art, uh paperwork stuff. Yeah, yeah, paperwork, the business side of it, like everything. So, so you, how um yeah, you got how you got quick, this. how soon did it take for bandana to come out? Yeah. Cause that's your record. Um, Bandana was maybe like two months after I recorded it and okay. Bandana has his own story like it was a feature I did for another artist and even that artist when I emailed it back to him he was like yo this is a smash like you might need to keep it for you I'll just take another record like oh. he passed it back to me oh, wow. type thing so we took the pass back yeah, yeah. and fin finished the record <laughs> we was like well you know we Here might we go. have something like this, <laughs> right. this never happened before so that was like a, everything like that happens like those are the signs that you just take yeah. To put something out, like it might not be right, you might get to a level and it might stop. But it's like when it's happening, you follow it. What's your preference? You prefer to, like, do you ever write a record and record it? You be like, I ain't giving this to nobody, or do you always try to like get them out? You know, because I know you mentioned earlier, like you just want the music out. Yeah, it's it's kind of both. I, I'm selfish sometimes, and I sit on it for a few days or a few weeks, and I'm like, I'm never putting this out. Yeah, and then they go, you know, what I'm saying it's just. It's like I said, it's timing. Like if somebody emails me and needs something, and I happen to do a record that fit that right then, yeah. like no matter how I feel about the record personally, I go with that opportunity because right. it might not be there later. You right. know what I'm saying? I can always make another one. Right now, a lot of people don't know you've been in this industry for a minute, quite mm -hmm. some time. Like, um, what's the biggest difference? Since fifth today? grade, yeah, yeah, fifth grade, CEO in fifth grade. What's the uh, what's the biggest difference like today from when you first started? Like, what's the biggest thing that you notice is different out there? Content. Um, 
what people are talking about in records isn't the same. Yeah. Uh, it's people like it, you know, but, but I don't think that they really realize what they're saying right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why the world is how it is with a lot of youth and people coming up in schools and how people are acting and world star and like fights and all that stuff. Like it's yeah. been happening, but when you just make music that encourages that. And not downplaying any artists because I love all creativity, but if you're making music that's feeding that, it's only going to grow. It's, right, it's that microwave society, man. Yeah. We talk about that all the time, like streaming services and shit. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Yeah. Now, also, I want to ask you, um, you know, getting into the game, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody's like, man, when you get into the music industry, it's completely different from what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. For you, now that you're on the other side of it, like you, you're dealing with, I'm pretty sure, like attorneys and uh, different artists and things like that. Mm-hmm. How is it? actually being in the inside that world yeah i get that question a lot and it, i compare it to like i used to work at mcdonald's when i first started like working right and i used to eat mcdonald's and i loved it until i learned how to cook fries and like run the register and drive through <laughs> and like the special shoes you had to wear you know what i'm saying it's it's the Slip same resistance. thing with music yeah it's the same thing like you love it you love being a consumer of music that's one thing but when you're actually dealing with the business of music it's a whole different oh, realm man. of things going on that you yeah. can't control wow. you just got to move within it now being that you are a songwriter and a producer like you you're groomed to know more of the business side already yeah so is it yeah. as an artist like when people approach you now are you kind of like nah that's not right i ain't doing that well i got a great management team um and me some sometimes i don't know what i'm talking about you know i just like music and love music so anybody really can walk <laughs> your, up to me your man your man yeah. over there nodding right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i just Hey, you just got to take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. You know? I dig but it. I love music. So, like, you can approach me on the street and be like, yo, let's get in. Let's work. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. Right. You know, my management got to be like, bro, you can't just. You can't just be working with everybody. You, like, <laughs> That's why you're tired. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's why you can't finish nothing because you're trying to spread yourself thin. And when you got, like, thousands of people, like, I need a beat or I need a hook. And they feel like they're the only ones having this conversation. They don't realize with you. you got twenty text messages yeah. going on right now. Yeah, and you try to stay humble. You like, yo, all right, yeah, let's get it. Like I'm with it, but yeah. management mm-hmm. come in like, no, nah, this costs that, right? And this costs that. <laughs> it's a business that we run it. So yeah, the streaming wars, like I was saying, is a major topic. We talk about streaming wars like all the streaming time, crazy. like because yeah. it's changing the industry so much, and it's the main way that people really consume music now. Like, how do you feel about streaming services as a whole as an artist? Like, cause mm-hmm. I always want to know how the artists feel about it, cause. I'd be mad for the artists. Yeah. When I like read stories, I'd be mad. I don't even make music, but I'd be like, man, that shit is weak. Like, how are you only yeah. getting this much money on every stream? Like, man, I this is my honest opinion. No filter. Like, I feel like the people complaining about it are already rich. And like, my goal hmm. is to take care of my family and to just do music because I love doing it for the rest of my life. Right. So with streaming, it's getting my music out to my fans the way they want to get it. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm still getting paid. Yeah. I can still do shows. I can still sell merchandise. I can still do features. I can still do so many other things to make up for streaming if it is unfair. Right. The companies are happy. They put my music out. Yeah. I'm putting my music out. I'm cool. That's a good approach to yeah. it. Like, I like it because the ease of use. Like, as a consumer, I like the fact that if I want my nigga to hear a song, 
I get to shoot the link to him. And he no, got no I love choice it. but to click it. Because you know as a consumer, I'm that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. go buy a whole album sometimes. I just want to go hear my favorite three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So if that's what you want to do for K Major, I'm fine with that. Right, right. Just cool come to that. my concert too, please. Exactly, exactly. I always tell people that's where the real fans yeah. are anyway. Like, exactly. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, anybody can just add it to their phone. But yeah. if you're a real fan, you're going to pay that, you know, $10, yeah. 20 50 $100 to see your favorite yeah. artist. If you're going to like three songs, come meet me personally. Yeah. <laughs> How does Definitely. that feel when you perform and then like you look out and people like singing the lyrics with you? Like yeah. they singing the words and excited. It's my song too. Like I'm with them. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. what it feels. It's a connection. That's the connection part. That's like, yo, you singing it, but I'm singing it like I'm a fan of K Major too. Like right. I like I like this song. I'm riding in my car every day listening to stuff way before people hear it. So by the time you hear it, when you enjoy it too, I'm like, oh, you too? You like that joint? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I knew that. See, my management was tripping. This, I told them this was the heat. You know what I'm saying? Crowd singing at them with album fillers. You like, yeah, that's it. You know, right, so right. Really great. How are your relationships with a lot of, I know you work with a lot of artists, like yeah. your producers. Who are some of like your closest peers or people? You, um, DJ you Spins, Southside, Tricky Stewart. DJ yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Spins, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we get it. Yeah. We get to it. You know, and he connected me with Southside and then Metro Bowman. That's another person that's close to the circle that we run in. Bowman, come on, High 16. Yeah, we're trying yeah, to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, same way, man. Very humble dude. Just loves the work. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. Definitely going to happen. So, how is it working with Southside, though? Because I heard he's a savage. Full of energy. I heard he's yeah. a savage. Even when I watch videos of him, mm -hmm. like, yeah. he just go in and just knock stuff out. He's not playing. Yeah. And that's why he is where. Is now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? His work ethic is crazy and it pushes everybody around him. Like when you have Southside in the room, everybody gets a dose of that energy. So that's what's up. Yeah. But the hate a whole 808 mafia is like it's, the, like, it's all love, all it's all like that. All yeah, love. they all show love and it's and they all work. Well, have you had a chance to work with a uh, TM88 yet? Not t well, actually, TM touched up on Moses a little bit. I think he had production credit, not okay. directly. We haven't okay. been in the same room, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's gonna be crazy. It's gonna happen, it's gonna yeah. happen. We work with a lot of the same people, so. What uh what um programs do you use to produce on? You use Ableton, uh, Logic, Logic FL. Okay, that's what you I'm rocking. Jumped with. over to Ableton yet? Nah, I'm nah, cool. Why not? I'm, I'm just I'm to, cool. He's always trying to plug Ableton. Oh, no, I don't know. We're we have no, 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 no. But look, Ableton. Every, every artist I meet, they're like, "Yo, you need to use Ableton." <laughs> Ableton and I'm is like, dope. What? Ableton is dope. But for <laughs> the, the circles, guy, yeah, the circles that I like run not. in, we can't we can't do the Ableton thing. We all FL and Logic. Like yeah. it's, that's important too to stay close to the circle. You, I mean, you could be the outcast of the circle if you're a beast at it. But right now, where I'm at in my career, I really don't have too much time to learn new software. Right. I want to stay where I'm at and just stay where I'm at. I don't even download new versions sometimes. I'm like, no, nah, I'm right here with it. No doubt, no doubt. Now you've, you've also done some production, like we mentioned earlier, with a lot of like the up and comer coming artists like Jaquise. Jaquise, ja yeah. Jaquise. I always say his name wrong. Always, I try to tell myself <laughs> I used the right to do way it to say. Um, what's it like working with like the newer artists um, as opposed to you know working with the, the older artists or the artists mm -hmm. that's already well established? Like what's the it like? newer artists is better for me sometimes because it, it just it shows you the entire story instead of just writing a song for somebody and they putting it out and they're already big and they already did all this. Yeah, right. And you see an artist who's coming up into the game the same way you are and he's he's signing with a cash money and working with bird but then just last year he was just independent doing his right. own thing and i've been writing for him that long it's like to see that transition you want to keep you want to like okay how far can we go all right what else right. <laughs> okay they, they with us now remember when we was writing that they get it they got it you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's exciting to have that process happen how important are relationships like you know i always tell people like you got to establish that relationship and that trust factor yeah. like how important is that um, because like like you just said, you start with a with an artist when he's pretty much nothing, so to speak, yeah. quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, but then eventually they become this star. Like, how important is it to keep that bond and that relationship tight? Yeah, I mean, we, we all keep a good relationship. Everybody I work with, Jacquees especially, like, I'm not the everyday go-to writer like I was three, four years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I signed Nash B as my producer maybe a couple years back. Now he's not signed to me, but then he was, and I introduced him to Jacquees. So sometimes it's just about putting people in place mm-hmm. to carry on. You know what I'm saying? What's going Something on? Something bigger than yeah, yeah. Like you. Yeah, yeah. That's how the relationship is important because now Jacquees looks at me like, oh, he's not selfish at all. Like, right. no, I want you to go grow with other writers yeah. so you so you can grow as an artist. But this producer right here is perfect for it, for that whole growth mechanism. And I got all this stuff going on I'm trying to do too. So instead of you looking yeah. at me like I don't have time for you, yeah. this is the balance that we create. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, wow. exactly. Now, you guys have a, a a partnership with Capital Records, correct? No. No? No, 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 no. My company, 3MG, is independent. It's all independent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My per- I love hearing independent. Are the, um, are the majors, are they coming to you? Yeah, as a songwriter and producer, I'm signed to Cobalt Music Publishing. Okay. And RZ3 Red Zone Entertainment, you know, a partnership with that on my pub side. But as an artist, I'm independent, fully yeah. independent. Yeah. None of those uh, Atlanta uh, labels trying to... Yeah, up. it's a lot of labels that's interested definitely in the movement. I'm just yeah. trying to keep the movement going. I don't know why, but I can see you with Grand Hustle. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, why. I just some Atlanta, <laughs> I yeah, feel it. some Atlanta R and B Grand Hustle. That'd be dope. They need that actually over there. Um, how difficult is it being true to yourself like in this game where like they always mm-hmm. try to manipulate artists and you got yeah. labels trying to tell you what to do and do this and act like this? Like how difficult is that? Oh, that's very important. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I'm, I go through all the time. Yeah, I've been going through my whole career. People yeah. trying to tell you what you should be and how you should move and you got to go with your gut feeling and, and w- put your music where you think it should be and touch the people that you know you should be touching. What's That's the craziest important. suggestion, like, someone from a label? You ain't got to get no names. What's the craziest thing someone tried to suggest you to, to do or try? That was just outside of me? Yeah, just like, nigga, what? No. They tried to get me to be them. What you mean? You like, know what I'm saying? Like, become who they are oh, as they artists. Are. Yeah, uh, you can't. Dress yeah, like this, yourself. act yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's not real. Not really even dress. It's just sometimes it's just subliminal, you know what I'm saying? Like, people just touch on things. And, and yeah. As the new person, you got to tell them, like, I'm the new guy. Like, if I do it your way, then I'm like you. Right. You know totally. what I'm saying? Like, I'm new. I'm yeah. in, I got to innovate. You're not K-Major yeah. no more at that exactly. point. Exactly. Right. I have to be innovative. That's what people want to love. That's what they're going to love me for because I'm different. I'm not, right. like, the last, you know what I'm saying? So I want to keep that with me right. forever. Right, right. I also want to ask, why'd you change the name from K Swag? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask that. Did the research. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, swag was a trend in the era of time, and I was young, so yeah. of course I wanted to Swagged have that. Out. Yeah, everybody thought they had the first name with swag in it, and I did too. You know, right. K Swag. So I had to get out of a Sound trendy. Sound good. Yeah, I had, to, <laughs> I had to get out of a trendy name and make something more. Stable, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah okay. they talk a lot about like R and B being dead and hip hop being dead. Like they always try to like kill shit off. It seems like no, they've been, been killing R and B for about two years. <laughs> right, they've been trying to say it's dead, but yeah. I don't think it's dead. Like I just think it's different. Like it's yeah. changed. The sound has changed. What do you think is missing though from that original R and B sound? Like what's missing in today's R and B or in today's R and B artists that you know maybe you know maybe lacking or missing yeah. from, from the game? Nah, the message. You know what people are talking about. The lyrics is missing. Yeah. Like people are talking about the same thing rappers are talking about in R and B songs, and so exactly. it's hard to tell the difference between an R and B song and a rap song. Yeah, you, know, you got to get back to like love and and that love in general. You got to get back to that in R and B, and you'll be all right. Yeah, is that because like a lot of R and B singers like I've been noticing like <laughs> they want to rap. Yeah, they want to rap or yeah. they want to like be thugs and shit. And I'm like. 
It's like not shit, believable. R. Kelly, low key, he called himself the R and B thug, and he still yeah. was singing like love songs yeah. and shit, right? Like, what's yeah. so difficult? Do you think he made was? gospel records? Right, right. He made gospel. <laughs> he got a Christmas album coming out, actually. But I mean, R. Kelly was from Chicago, so it's authentic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it has to be authentic. Whatever your message is, whatever you deliver to the people. How's it feel to be on the road though? Because you know you grew up in Atlanta Ooh. or in Georgia, and now <laughs> yeah. you you traveling to all these places. Like, yeah. how does that feel? I'm back. Like, is it kind of surreal? Yeah, I'm back in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm back in it. I'm not going nowhere this time. You like, that? like oh yeah, I got to move around. Yeah. 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 Where's like, the, the, the coolest place you've been so far? Saudi Arabia. Growing up, Damn. wow, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like that much. How'd you get to Saudi Arabia? Like, military <laughs> family. Okay. okay. You guys like stationed there for a while? Yeah, my dad. Yeah, wow. my whole family was there. Different experience, I take it. Different experience. He probably got more than me because yeah. he was older. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, like when you think when you look back on that, how do you think that's like kind of affected the way you kind of look at the world as a whole? Like now, I don't judge people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I try not to judge people. I try right. to just accept all cultures and various people because I know we, you know, it's we think different things, we learn different things growing up, but we all the same people. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One race. Uh, category five, mm-hmm. most recent album, right? Most recent album. Um, how was the how was that momentum kind of helped and propelled you to where you are right now? Like, how the feedback from that has been great, I assume, mm-hmm. right? That was yeah, that was an outlet. On SoundCloud. That was an outlet burst. That was like I needed to drop music. It was so many songs on Category Five yeah. because I was just like, I got to get this music out now, and so I didn't know it was going to get the response that it got at the time. It was just like hear it please yeah and then a year and a half later you look up and people are like yo category five is a classic <laughs> and the project is named category five oh, yeah, and i yeah. like this song this song this song this song so now i'm going back you know what i'm saying to that album and i'm kind of revisiting that moment right in my career right now to kind of just bring it back out the right what's way what's next man you gonna keep that you gonna you want to keep that buzz yeah. going or do you want to kind of get back in the studio get something out as soon as possible or you want to keep pushing that out, that record? i want to keep pushing that out as much as possible you know i do have an album prepared i got an ep prepared i got visuals prepared so it's not a matter of chasing after that it's just timing yeah. you know what i'm saying and right now people are still they're just now getting a, a good dose of category five so it's right. like I'm going to give him as much as that as possible. Yo, the joint you got with TK and Cash. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Records like that. That's Man, what I'm saying. That energy, though. Like, yeah. I love it. But at the time, like, they didn't have a record out. You know what I'm saying? They were. That was before yeah, three times in a row? That was before Mind Right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't have a record. They were working their record at the time. Okay. So like, that's what I'm saying. I got to go back. And like, oh, that record is hard. And and they got they two records in. You know, yeah. three records in now. Projects out. Videos. Fan bases. So it's like, we got to start painting this story of what I got going on now with these Usher records and stuff out and right. what they got going on and showing people what Pretty the relationship showing people is. like, yo, this is what I'm about. Yeah, we never showed them the connection. We just gave them a record. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We never showed them that we really interact with each other. You ever feel like um like that that feeling of like you don't want a record to get bigger than you? Oh, uh, nah. Nah? Nah, I'm not scared. I just know my catalog. Okay, so right. I'm never really thinking about a record being big. It just go. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I got another one. I got another one. I got yeah, another we one. Got another one. We got more. <laughs> I'm glad y'all like that one because I didn't even want to drop that one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I was right. going to drop this one. So, right. so I got like, you. That's yeah. like playing with house money at that yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah. Y'all like the song. I wasn't even going to put it out. I call it the Drake effect. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the Drake effect. I just know that has to feel good, though. Like, yeah. you you see your homies in the car. You see Snapchats, people singing yeah. your songs. Right. Exactly. Right. Who 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 do you want to work with uh, that you haven't worked with yet? Like, who's... Who's somebody you really you really want to get in the lab with, or are you or whose music you love the most that you like really respect their craft and everything? You want to man, I want to get in with Pharrell, Jay Z, Kanye, Tip, 
that I want to get in with those guys. Um, Ranks. Told you, yeah, I want to get in with all the new it. era. Yeah. Yeah. You know you work with Tim, you're going to have to work with Dro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just those guys, yeah, those guys are people that I got to really see on YouTube and dive into their careers, the behind scenes, and like, oh, Kanye did this, he used this board. So it kind of motivated me to do what I'm doing now. So it's always good to work with those artists that you grew up listening to, I feel like. What are people getting when they listen to K Major? If you have to, you know what I'm saying? People are like, why should I listen to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they getting, getting from a K Major? Honesty. Record? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm very genuine on my records. It's the gray area that people don't talk about in relationships. It's not lust, too much lust. It's not too much love. It's not like, oh, he caked up or. Right. It's like, oh, he going to say it, huh? And like, <laughs> yeah, I said it. And you're like, all right, I ain't got to say nothing. Listen to this. <laughs> listen to him. He's saying it for me. Everything. Right. Like, so it's like a, a roadmap to being. A male, yeah, you know what I'm saying in a relationship. See songs like that sometimes mm-hmm. you be scared to play with your girl because you don't want her looking. No, over no, they love it. No, they love it because they already know. Really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They already know. But when you break it down, they like, oh, you can't help it. Like it's yeah. not a, it's not you doing that on purpose. Like right. You just gotta be honest and put See, on. That's why you don't play it with your girl. You play it with the boys. I be with. This thing right here. Yeah. See, you play it with them and you like, you see? See what I'm talking about? Right. Nah, you can play it for your girl though. She'll, she'll understand the scheme. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, she'll understand the scheme. Um I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad it. you have it here. What's all right, what what's coming up soon and next? Like what what is what should we be on the lookout like right uh, away? Continue touring. Months? Shows, shows, videos, new music. Um, new website coming, you know what I'm saying? It's it's up now, kmajormusic.com. Mm-hmm. More subscribers, like I just want to build the family as far as the whole movement. So yeah. when we get in a Vegas show, like we need a Vegas date, Brooklyn Bowl Man, ready for you. Vegas showing so much love right now. I know it's coming. You know, a lot of radio been happening. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the Brooklyn Bowl? No, I didn't. Y'all was there? Man, okay, yeah, yo. Brooklyn Bowl, Brooklyn Bowl. That's where you need yeah. to be. Yeah. Okay. That's a dope venue. That's the best venue in Vegas. No, matter of oh, fact, yeah. we passed Brooklyn Bowl yeah. when I oh, went yeah. to 12 a.m. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there all the time. I love okay. Yo, you would, you would smash the Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Bowl's the joint. And the energy in there is always good, too. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. My brother, I, I appreciate you coming through, man. Thank uh, you. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Just coming from Atlanta, we were just, just out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we just been out there just trying to connect with everybody. Yeah. He was the first one to reach back out to us. We appreciate it. Always. Um, Invited us to his house. Yeah, yeah. Invited us out to <laughs> That's how real it was. But, but you know yeah. how A3C is. It's so busy. Like, yeah. It's There's hard to, so it's hard much find, stuff like, going on yeah. at the same time. For yeah. real. For real. Yeah. So we, we really appreciate you linking back up with us and coming yeah. out to Vegas. Um, Yeah, we need that Vegas show. So next time you have a Vegas show, Come back by the studio. We're going to do it. out here in Vegas, and we'll get something popping. Definitely. Um, unless Sorrell got something. You got something else for the man? You... Yo, I was going to wear my bandana tonight, but, hey. you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to. He's no, actually got, always I typically always I got a bandana in there right now. <laughs> you tell me yeah. Always. I got you, though. I was going to rock <laughs> one tonight. I was going to rock it. You got to rep. You got to rep. For all the people who want to check your uh, social media and things like that, because your following count's crazy. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Where can they find you at social media-wise? At K-Major Music on Instagram. That's K-M-A-J-O-R Music. And kmajormusic.com. Subscribe. Send me your email on social media. If you're too lazy to go to the website, I got you. And he responds to DMs, right? You respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respond. Yeah, yeah. I respond. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why artists sometimes they like they. It's a lot of them, so I don't. Get to, I don't get to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't see them yeah. all, but it's like, come on. Sometimes you got. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's about business and shit. Your Snapchat. Snapchat. K major three M G. K M A J O R. The number three M G. There you there go. You go. We're going to put all that in the show notes for people. People can always see the show notes. And we also always put out what's called You Ever Heard Of. 
Um, but this week, we're going we gonna to dedicate the You Ever Heard Of to you. We're going to be the only it. artist in the You Ever Heard Of. We're going to put at least three records in there for people to check out. Dope. We also always release a, a playlist that people can listen to that kind of goes with what we talked about. Yeah, that yeah. Week. So we're going to have you on that playlist heavy, and we're going to be pushing it. it. We um, just put a Category 5. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man let's we do that. Let's just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just in our Category 5. Got you. Put that out to everybody to check out. Um, once again, brother, we appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, I'm your boy, State Line J. It's your man, Sorrell Bell. And we will be back for track number 36 next week. Um, and we all like that. Yep. Yep.